Hey everyone, welcome to Remap. My name is Jared, and today we're going to be taking a look at A Plague Tale Innocence. Sort of a complicated name that lends you to think that it's a series, but with A Plague Tale Requiem scheduled within a year, it appears the developers at Asobo Studio were on to a little something. And I do want to mention these developers before we get started, because when you look at their history, I don't know how they got the green light for this game. Their other titles are Disney movie tie-in games, a racing game, The Crew 2, and the most recent Microsoft Flight Simulator. And you'll quickly see Plague Tale is it's not really like any of these other titles. It's a stealth-focused action-adventure game set during the 1300s in France. And really, the best way to describe the central narrative, not the specific story per se, but the environment as a whole, is that it's the bubonic plague but supernatural. But I'm getting, getting way ahead of myself. This review will feature some light spoilers around the core gameplay and the basics of the story and the premise, but nothing plot-wise after the first hour or so. And as always, these are my opinions and mine alone. So in A Plague Tale, you play as 15-year-old Amicia de la Rune, who's on the run from a shadowy organization called the Inquisition. And she's on this journey protecting her much younger brother, Hugo. The problem is, there's a bit of a plague going around, if you couldn't tell by the title, and the uh, the rats spreading it, they're not really your garden variety, pet smart, you know, little mouse, cute little rat. Uh, no, you quickly discover swarms of thousands of rats that you watch eat people alive, like, you know, fictional piranhas you see in scary movies. And if you're afraid of rats, do not play this game because these swarms of rats look terrifying. They look deadly. They are just and oh, they are they're they're a little freaky the first time you see them. They're all individually animated. You see them swarming around people. It's a little freaky even if you're not even afraid of rats. So, the story of this game revolves around Amicia keeping her brother safe from the Inquisition while also uncovering the mysteries of this terrifying plague. And the gameplay fits this narrative by being a stealth-focused action-adventure game. You know, you're sneaking around in third person, leading your brother to safety past intimidating enemies. Because, again, the main character is a young girl, so you're not going to be a powerful one-man army that shows up, you know, sees five enemies, takes them all out without a scratch. The game does a great job of balancing the player's power because, you know, I do have weapons at my disposal and I can take out an enemy here or there, an individual enemy, if it's the most, you know, logical option and they're in front of me. But the vast majority of the time, the logical option is to use stealth because it's very easy to get overwhelmed. You know, you're you're not running around capable of, of tackling every enemy you see. You You pick your battles wisely. And the, the, the game is is designed well in that manner. Because if you get hit once, you die. So the stakes are definitely real. And later on, Plague Tale does push you to be much more aggressive, and by that time you have a much better understanding of the mechanics. But I did find myself having to restart a number of these later encounters because I had to learn a whole new style of how to play. You know, you get used to, through hours of gameplay, okay, I'm going to be stealth, I'm going to be slow, methodical, 
And then when it starts picking up and you need to make these snap decisions, you know, you can very quickly get overwhelmed because as I said, you know, you make one wrong move, you get hit once, you got to restart your checkpoint. And in addition to these stealth and action moments, there's also plenty of smaller puzzles sprinkled throughout the game. And they're not challenging or complicated by any means, but they serve to break up or tone down moments of stress or action. And the overall tone is is really something I've been waiting and really wanting to talk about because this game is legitimately stressful. And I mean that as a compliment. You know, the first few hours were some of the most nerve-wracking and dramatic feelings I've had playing a game for a while. And these emotions helped drive my enjoyment of the game, but it also made it that much more apparent when it slowed down. The pacing of the game as a whole was was frustrating from time to time. You know, puzzles and slow story beats, seconds after a dramatic chase, or fast-paced fights after getting comfortable with stealth and being, you know, a little calmed down after after a number of number of encounters was kind of annoying here or there, you know, if it if it ramps up or ramps down too quickly. And some of this is just due to my lack of patience, but some of it is also due to, to the decisions of the developers. But overall, the strong narrative and straightforward gameplay presents a game that it's easy to get invested in. And the graphics help sell this immersion with a beautifully designed 14th century France that is as dark and foreboding as the story. You know, there's a thick layer of chromatic aberration and motion blur, making everything more muted and dull, giving that little, you know, in-camera lens flare feel. And usually I would say it's a terrible decision that makes everything look worse, but in a slower third-person game with dark environments, some gorgeous quality lighting, it fits the style of the game well. You know, this is not a first-person shooter where I need to see every little detail to spot enemies. And the developers can take more artistic liberties to build the atmosphere in a you know, slower-paced game like this one. Now, this is an Unreal Engine game, so it does have the, the look and the feel you'd come to expect, especially in the characters. And with the character design, I felt that their animations were holding them back a tad. You know, the gameplay animations were good, you know, running around, sneaking, fighting people. It, it, it all felt solid, but some of the in-engine cutscenes, and especially the facial animations, they, they were just a little stiff, a little lifeless. It's, it's such a challenge, especially for a, a smaller studio, you know, to put out these gorgeous, high-quality uh, facial captures like we've been used to in some of these AAA titles. So I want to give them a little bit of slack, but it, it, it's it's just tough to watch some of these animations in the cutscenes. And while the voice acting as a whole is, is solid, especially Amicia, who her voice actor I th- thought did an incredible job, the rest of the sound design really is the star of the show here. You know, walking through a pile of corpses, and hearing the squish of your footsteps coupled with flies buzzing around is a visceral experience. And if you couldn't tell by that sentence, this is a rated M game by every sense of the word. All right, when I say you see people get eaten by rats, you see people get eaten by rats. 
And the sound of these raps swarming around you and reacting to your actions, reacting to, to the fire of a torch as you walk through them, just adds to the tension in the air. And the soundtrack by Olivier Derivere fits this game like a glove. It's this dark, gloomy, just unsettling music that ramps up and down with the emotions of each scene. And they used an actual medieval instrument called the hurdy-gurdy. It doesn't even sound real. To help ground the sound, you know, in the environment, in the time period, you know, you, these these freaky sounds are not, you know, you're not listening to them going, oh, wow, I'm at a EDM concert. What are What is this high quality electronic? No, you're listening to this just unsettling music, which in so many scenes, this music was at the forefront, you know, clearly audible over the characters' voices, which helps build that emotional connection in the player. And just great job, great job with the soundtrack. And the soundtrack's long enough that it doesn't outstay its welcome. You know, there's there's plenty of games you play where you hear the same song, the same theme. You know, a lot of times in RPGs where you hear battle themes, you'll hear the same song dozens, if not hundreds of times, and it can get old quickly. But Plague Tale is a fairly short game at around 10 hours, so you won't be hearing, you know, a song a hundred times over. They, they, they pick and choose their opportunities very well. You know, I, I really just had a fun time playing the game. It's, it's, it can be a little rough around the edges at times, you know, the animations, some pacing that felt a little weird, and the upgrade system in-game, I did not enjoy at all. But, it's an overall enjoyable experience that I'm glad I played. I had a lot of fun with it. It's it's just a it was a great weekend of fun playing this game. And I'm now looking forward to the sequel and excited, you know, what direction they take the story. A Plague Tale Innocence is definitely a game I will recommend, particularly if you're able to play it on Game Pass as I was. So, I'm going to be giving this game an A. It's just an original, intense, entertaining title that, like I said, it gave me a great weekend of playtime. I cannot complain about that. But that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. You have been listening to Remap, the gaming podcast. My name is Jared, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.